Miriam Flegelman had been a childhood friend of Jane's in Woodmere, New York. Miriam had visited Jane in 1935 on her honeymoon tri trip following her marriage to Irving Levy. My dear Miriam, trust me, I'm not going to say anything trite such as better late than never or excuse the delay but I've been so busy. My problem is much bigger and deeper. I find myself staring at my writing materials from the couch as though they were Nazis. <laughs> I get nauseous at the thought of putting a pen to paper for any purpose, literary or otherwise. This incapability of mine to act is spreading. I stare at my corset for hours now before I put it on. I'm perfectly serious and solemn about the whole thing. I feel particularly badly about not having written you because I remember the emphatic way in which I agreed that we must not, absolutely must not, lose contact this time and that I would certainly write. Either I don't know myself or I'm a confounded, skillful liar. I thought about you for such a long time after you left. Your face that looks just like little Miriam's in a magnifying glass. Now. Your subdued voice and the Russian toque which you are somehow destined to wear. The silliness of your being married first. You with your inky hands and your 10,000 books and your skinniness. You were so thin you looked like a drawing instead of a person. <laughs> to think you would deceive me too and develop into a real human being. I'm sitting in my living room with an old purple cover over me. The sun is in the room and the walls, remember they are yellow, glow. Little strips of sky shine through the Venetian blinds like bluebirds' wings and the mirror that stretches between the two windows takes on a green reflection like a pond. All this is very soothing to a convalescent. I am recovering from a carefully nurtured group. It seems as though it won't, just won't linger any longer. Too bad. Soon I shall be in bed reading. As I look down my life, I see one picture. Me in bed reading. The only difference is that the heap under the bedclothes grew larger. As you see, we, you will get no news from me today. I prefer irrelevant detail. I never will write you any news, probably unless I marry, and then I shall probably insert a sentence or two about it between a description of a rice pudding and a thumbnail sketch of Miss Folk. <laughs> I depend on you for facts, Walter Winchell, and plenty of them because I love reading them. You have noticed my slipshod sentences and my repetition of words and my hundreds of prepositional phrases and my bad handwriting. Is it because I'm not still nothing but a precocious child? And am I even precocious? You have my sincerest love, Miriam dearest. Write me, Jane.